Blackcast, it is I, Christian Blatt, joined by a full complement of Blackcast All Stars, the OG original crew. That's right, we have Mr. Will Sterling. Hi. Who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Will Sterling underscore. Yes. Uh, we haven't That's talked. We me. haven't talked about at Will Sterling in a long time. Have you tried to uh, shake that guy down uh, and haven't. steal his social media away? I haven't. Mm. I know people who buy other people's social media handles for so they can have it. Yeah. So I feel like somebody could probably, uh, you know, pay this guy and uh, you know get you at or Will break, Sterling or break his thumbs and get it for free. I mean, that sounds fine too. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, Jeff Duray, who, if known as nothing else, it's a social media influencer. He can be found on. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Jeff Durant. Firefest. Yes, uh, which is actually one of the things I want to talk about because that I do know I want to talk about. And uh, making his triumphant return back to the Black Cast, the one and only Coltrane at Coltrane Leaks. Uh, Coltrane, welcome back to the Black Cast. Well, hello, everybody. It's great to uh, have you. It's been a while. For anybody who follows at Coltrane Leaks, uh, it's almost exclusively about 90 Day Fiance. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, it has been. I, I actually have not been. I have not watched the last like three weeks, so I have not done a whole lot the last three weeks. But yes, essentially, that is that has been the uh, primary focus of my uh, tweeting. Are you going to start a ninety day fiance podcast, like a recap? Wow, show? that's a great idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. come on over to After Buzz. Do there, after- there is there is a ninety day fiance after show oh, here at After. No, no, no. That does that doesn't mean there isn't room for more. Okay. Col- Coltrane's ninety day things to say. Ooh, I like that. I, that. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's entirely, you know, it, it's always possible. I always leave the door open for these things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know. It was just sort of tough. This last season, I just, usually there's people that I, that are like kind of a mess. And so I don't like them, but they're not inherently like kind of awful people. Mm-hmm. Sure. But um, the, this season, they're like, almost everyone was like awful. And it just, Got it really wore me down, and I was just like, I just, I just can't, I just can't. I, I needed a break. It's like nothing so really I had matters. To take a break. Anyone can see. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to trust people who believe that they can meet a stranger and get married within ninety days. Isn't that the premise of the show? I mean, I that is essentially so. the premise of the show. Okay. Um, but, but I, I would mean, trust. I would trust someone that believes that they just believe in love at first sight. They believe in true love. All the things that uh, you used to believe in, will true. Uh, you are definitely beaten down by mm. life and no, not shallow. at all. I'm not, uh, <laughs> shattered. <laughs> I said shallow, but I meant shattered. I would That's love probably... to find a, a lasting, meaningful relationship. I just don't think ninety days is enough time to 
vet and live your life and, well, and I mean, know they, it they have truly. Met like they have met like uh, like through like some dating app or like online social media, whatever. Raya. And so they they begin a process. Isn't but it one of them usually looking for have, a green card? What's that? Isn't usually one of them looking for a green card? How dare you, sir? Why would you say that about what, a show that's about true love? But actually, yeah, isn't aren't isn't one of them usually <laughs> looking for a green card, Ken? I mean, I'll put it like this: most, <laughs> of the, most of the Americans on there are dating way out of their weight class. Okay. So way out of their weight class. Okay. So you got some, so you got some, say, some bantam weights with some heavy weights. I mean, I'm just saying, like, not all of them, but there are there have. The hotter of the of the pair is is the foreigner. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's and it's like not close. And it's, <laughs> okay, That's it's good. not even a little That's close. Yeah, very. I can't imagine that the show would work mm -hmm. if some super attractive American goes overseas and you know he's gone there to meet up with, you know. A two, you know, a real uggo. Sure. You know? I like that. It's the, the premise seems to basically be like 90 days, the length of your tourist visa. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time that you can go to a foreign country and yep. get married to live there forever. I mean, that is how long it takes. Let's be honest. You know, that's how long true love takes. It's like, well, how long is your visa? Okay. 90, 90 day fiance. I can, and it's spinoff show, 90 day visa stay. I can, <laughs> I can definitely make that work. I would now, love 90 actually, day visa actually stay. the spinoff show is before the 90 days, but I get where you're going. Oh, Whoa, wait a minute. There is. A a spinoff show. It's, All right, you know what? I don't think there's an after show for that. They don't. They don't do an after show. They do a pre-show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I does everything for the show is, pre, uh, show is premature, yeah. uh, including so, the ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jeff mentioned it. Now, who uh, amongst us has seen at least one of the Firefest documentaries? There's a Hulu one and a Netflix two. one. Okay. I want to watch one of them. I haven't seen either. Okay. Before. I've yeah, seen the Hulu I've one. It's Twitter. okay if you spoil details. No. I'm well, sure. because I think everybody knows. I, I think it's a disaster. Yeah, I, I'm pretty no. sure that the event was actually spoiled by uh, that guy, Billy, who uh, ran it. Wrong. False. False. Jaw rule. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. So, uh, Coltrane, you're saying you haven't seen it yet. No, it, it is on my to-do list, and you know I, I want to get to it because it does look really good. But yeah, the, not seen it. they're, they're yes. both good in different ways from what I understand. But because I've only seen one, I'm going to let Jeff speak to that. So I've seen the Hulu one, okay. which what they did is they paid this guy, Billy, and I forget his last name McFarland. now. Yeah, Billy McFarland. Yeah, Billy McFarland. like a fat, ugly Seth McFarland. Uh, yes. Billy actually, McFarland is like a character name that you couldn't even fucking Yeah, you would. No, life. that would be the, the first rewrite. Be like, you have to change that character name. Billy McFarland. No one believes Billy McFarland <laughs> is a real person. Uh, so they paid him for an interview. Uh, and depending on who you believe, he might have gotten paid as much as $250,000 for his interview. Wow. Uh, it probably isn't quite that much, but uh, I've, heard, I've heard some widely disparate figures. Uh, and then the other one, the Netflix one, is financed by the social media company who was so that's the Jerry Media one. That's Jerry Media okay, is the Netflix they reference one. That they referenced that that came out in the Hulu doc, mm -hmm. and I was wondering if that other one was that's the, the Jerry other Media one. one. And yeah. it makes perfect sense as to why it is. So I would say watch the Hulu one. It's more impartial because Jerry Media, as demonstrated in the and by Hulu the way, let's doc, be let, let's be upfront. They're called Fuck Jerry fuck Media. Jerry. Their name is Fuck Jerry Media. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Jerry Media. That's yeah. the name of the social media. Oh, fuck yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Fuck Jerry. And I don't. Know who it's Jerry like, is, but Jerry. It's a no, well, it's just like a, a I'm Jerry. 
Apparently, Jerry's a, a nickname for uh, a bunch of rich millennials who wanted to go to a concert, and they said, fuck them. You know, I think that's probably what they decided. Yeah. Jerry's sound like but some British trait. Just a bunch of fucking Jerry's that all want to go to a Jerry. show. Jerry of the day is like this uh, Instagram account I follow that's like idiots trying to ski, and oh. like the symbol for it is people with their goggles upside down, and so like <laughs> the amount of pictures of people with their goggles on upside down, yeah. or like doing really, like trying to walk around the resort with their skis on still on shit is hilarious. I always forget every day how remarkably dumb people can be. Oh yeah. Well you should definitely watch this, uh, either of these So start with the Hulu one. You're it, I th- well so I think the Hulu one is better. So I watched the, the Netflix one first and then I watched the Hulu one. I think if you're if you really really want to watch both of them maybe watch the Netflix one first okay. because I think the Hulu one will make you but you can do it either way cuz maybe the Hulu one will make you try and like weed out what they're showing in mm. the Netflix one, but I think the Netflix one actually really does also have value. So in the Netflix one, they show more of the social impact of all this fraud on the people of the island, which is what I think is the yeah, like lost. that woman's restaurant. And yeah, stuff. The, yeah, the lost message. They mention that at the end of the Hulu, yeah. Doc, but just like a fucking little thing of text. Like they actually interview and really talk to and demonstrate just how like these innocent people, like that one woman in the restaurant, got like severely fucked over because it's like, well, I had to pay everybody, so I had to right. lose my entire life. They savings. did start a GoFundMe for her. Did you see that? Good. They raised one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, by not focusing on that, I was able to have a lot more fun with the documentary, and I did understand that that was one of the things in the Netflix one, and I do plan to watch it. I just uh, I've been too busy watching The Punisher but to uh, watch a, a second Firefest doc. So essentially, <laughs> by I watched the 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 Netflix one and then the Hulu one, and in my mind, I was like, oh, those two together make a really good complete documentary uh, I've, I've heard that it, it's worth watching both of them but you're saying if you're only going to devote like an hour and a half to this topic if you really just watch. watch one I think okay so basically I'll just tell you what each one is yeah the Hulu one puts Billy McFarlane more to task in terms of like specifically what he did the interview makes sense why they would pay him so much because it's a fucking like gotcha interview it's it, like, he's not hey, enjoying you it committed fraud and he's yeah. like well no I didn't and it's like yeah you did yeah. and there's the best part of that one is towards the end of that interview spoiler alert they do a thing where they're like so do you think you're a compulsive liar and he's like oh what and he's like a compulsive liar do you feel compelled to lie he's like show me one time where I lied and then they show just like a <laughs> Straight yeah. times where he lied in that interview, in other things, yeah. like all of this, just like compulsive lies. Yeah, and it's like you, you fucking dumb dude. We're a documentary. We're definitely gonna catch you on this thing because yeah. you know you're a fucking liar. Right. So yeah. it's probably pathological. Um. Uh. So that that's why I think that one's really good. I think the Netflix one is cool because it gets into it makes sense because of the the fuck Jerry behind it because they show some of like the crispy shorts stuff and some of the fuck Jerry in their house. But it's like they all got preferential treatment and they didn't mention that. They mentioned that in the Hulu doc that some of these influencers get severely they, preferential treatment and, and actually got a nice place to stay. Like actually yeah. could have had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, even without the concert, yeah. they had like these villas and stuff. You know, the concert, which was never going to happen. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but they had actually the the few houses that they did actually rent out, they gave to select people, and so fuck Jerry me and fuck Jerry Media, whatever, are one of the people that got that. And do not mention that in the, the yeah. Netflix documentary whatsoever. Mention in the Hulu documentary. That's why I think it paints a complete picture because the Hulu documentary seems more like somebody with a vendetta. It yeah. seems like more like somebody trying to be like, well, fuck these guy, this guy, this is the fraud he committed. We're going to show who he is. It's m- closer to like, 
not in any way the narrative or anything, but more akin to like the jinx where it's like, yeah, we fucking got this guy. Mm -hmm. Watch. Uh, Whereas the Netflix one is really just like, this is the impact. It's like, yeah, we all thought it was funny that millennials got fucked over, but this is what like really happened. People's lives were actually in danger. Like people lost a lot of money. Like, uh, and these guys knew they were committing fraud and they showed along the way all the times where somebody was basically being like, uh, you, we can't do this. Like, this isn't feasible. And then it's like, and then they were fired, and the next day oh, we right. got somebody else in. Yeah. Uh, Coltrane, now you haven't seen it, but uh, you you do you remember this story? I, I know that the, the Daily Mail had uh, wall-to-wall coverage of uh, this important event back in, what was it, April 2017. Uh, do you remember this happening, I guess, is the is oh, where yeah, it started. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's why when I saw that there was the... I, I just haven't. I just don't check Hulu as much as I check sure. Netflix, so that's why I didn't know. But now that I know, I'll check it out. But as soon as I saw it come up on like you know the recently added list, I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm all about this because that that whole thing was just I you know I even before I really like got into it, you just like heard all the disasters about it like right away, and so I you know like it is something that I'm kind of fascinated with. I I would really like to, to check it out. So yes, I do remember it. And I'm absolutely going to watch these because it's an it's just a fascinating story to me. And Hulu like swooped in under the radar. Yeah, that was, th- those were great tactics. Yeah. Uh, Netflix long had their release date and Netflix just like the week before was like, oh, yeah, we have ours. Hulu. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulu was the, like, yeah, watch ours. Ours the is first. Hulu yeah. one seems like it's more up to date because like in the Netflix one, they don't mention any, any of the stuff after Billy Violet violates his bail and all that shit and yeah. the Billy, fact that he's like Billy in violates prison is now. way better Billy violates yeah. Billy uh, what's his fucking Billy McDonald B- Billy, Billy McFarlane. McFarlane Billy McFarlane Billy violates Billy violates Will you like a punk rock name yeah exactly do you remember this happening Will or is it more just like I people started talking about it yeah. I do recall this like but only in so much as like just pictures of like Super hot, dumb girls, like yeah. And by the way, super, going, by the way, super hot, dumb dudes too. Plenty of super hot, dumb dudes. Yeah, super hot. And yeah, and, super, and dumb. super dumb. Yeah, yeah, because they, you know, they had the disposable income. You know, I mean, look from oh. from a scam standpoint, this guy's a fucking genius. Did this begin as a scam? Is that what this? Yeah. Seeks to no, yes. Okay, so the Hulu documentary again shows a better job of. Demonstrating exactly who Billy McFarland is. Billy, at, excuse me, Billy violates. Billy, Billy violates. Billy yeah. the violator. Exactly who he is. <laughs> it's like the Billy, Spawn character. Billy He's Megatron the, clown, the violator. Into, yes. <laughs> right, McFarland the violator. Oh my god. <laughs> McFarland the violator. Yeah, I uh, mean, he had basically done, you know, a, a series of of lower impact scams. You know, a, like a fake like again. A, I think the credit card is club. painted from both of them because in the Netflix one they show they show how. The whole wristband thing that he does, like, which is one of his like last ditch tactics, where he's just like, everybody needs to put on yeah, a, it's a cashless of money event on this uh, you, this wristband. Yeah, that and never get by back. the way, when you go to an event where a uh, wristband is how you pay for everything, it's always tied to your credit card. Right. What you never do is, yeah, load three hundred dollars a day on there so we can get some money. And he got like two million dollars that way. Oh my god. So. Uh, from a scam standpoint, he had everything covered. He figured out how to do it. Uh, you know, he but, didn't want people to buy the general admission for like a thousand dollars. And he's like, "Yeah, we only have these twenty thousand dollar villas left for the weekend, so you better rush. There's only one left." In the in the Netflix one, it's they show it more as like they 
it's a good narrative because it's like they show it as like, oh, all these guys are partying. They're on this island and they have this cool idea and they're like, oh, and then they shoot the, the promo video, which was like the biggest thing where yeah. it's like you blew all your money on the promo video. That's yeah. what happened. Uh, and you see all this stuff and then and then it's like, oh, when things are falling apart and when they their dreams not coming true, that's when he starts like trying to make it all come together. Well, I'm surprised and then at that... the end they say like, oh, actually, yeah, he was he was taking all this money to pay off his magnesis stuff. Yeah, he... and he was doing this to that. And then in the Hulu one, they show like, oh, no, like from the very get go, he was like spending money he didn't have he uh his original mentor was like this venture capitalist who like right after he invested in magnesis which is his like scam credit card company yeah, that he had magnesis yeah it wasn't even like it wasn't a, it was definitely a scam but it was just like a pointless it was like take your normal credit card we're not a credit card company at all we'll just take your credit card and then put it on this like piece of metal credit card yeah. and then also you can come to our cool clubhouse and shit and it's just like what what value does that hold the thing that surprises me the most is that you see him on the island answering people's questions i'm like well if i pulled this scam i would not be there that day you know i I, because he knew it what it wasn't going to work and uh, i don't think he knew it wasn't going to work i think because again in the he knew that those bands weren't booked he knew that, yeah. Well, I mean, Blink-182 was, was booked, and they're like, yeah, we're not going. And then everybody else is like, apart, we're not going either. But I yeah, think he was sure. doing everything he could because, so again, in the Hulu documentary, they show how, like, even before that, he was managing the Magnesis stuff by, like, when they ran out of money, he did the same thing that he ended up violating his parole or whatever doing, which was, like, these ticket scam things. Except the ones after the parole were, like, even more fraudulent. So before, they were saying in the Hulu documentary, he would just say, like, 200 tickets to Hamilton, Hamilton and shit like that. And then but then also things them. that you can't buy tickets to, like the Victoria's Secret fashion that came show. After the fact oh, that's though. the one after. So, so okay. before the hand, it's like tickets to the Super Bowl, tickets to uh, Hamilton, tickets to this, things mm. that it's like it's impossible that you have that many tickets, but it is possible to get tickets. And then in the end, he would. He'd make good on the tickets, but by then selling a bunch more tickets to get the initial investment to the payoff yeah, the first he, tickets. And so he was basically just he was doing just the, buying like, the cycle. And he would well, just buy the like tickets on a new credit card to pay off his last credit card. And right. he would buy the tickets on StubHub the day of and just like meet up with the people who had bought them, like, hey, where are my Hamilton tickets? And you would get them. But yeah, it was always, you know, I mean, it's it's the way a pyramid scheme works. It's right. like, you know, you're, yes, give me money now. Really That's going to pay for my other things. Yeah. But then the next scam is going to pay for this one. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fascinating thing to watch. Uh, you know, on some levels, it's the American dream being able to uh, scam just, you know, like $28 million out of people or something, I think is one of the final amounts. But uh, Coltrane, Will, Jeff, myself, I think that this is the time to announce uh, Blackcast Firefest 2019. Okay. That uh, we're actually going to get started. We're going to do one. Uh, yeah, tickets are actually 40 grand. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Coltrane. Uh, Matt and KC will be there. Matt and KC. Yes, Matt and KC will be there. Yep. Uh, All your savings, I'd, I'd pro- Matt. The problem is, of course, he's, he's going to buy the deluxe well, villa with he, yacht and yeah. private Here, Here's chef. the problem, though. He's kind of the one guy we should comp, you know, just because of that's how much true. stuff he buys us. But we need him to or, fund But he's the, the only one thing. who would go. <laughs> so that's a bit of a problem. Uh, uh, Coltrane, uh, one of the things that I think you will enjoy when you see it, the one thing he did right sort of, is he spent $2 million on alcohol, literally $2 million on alcohol, but he bought alcohol that he brought to the Bahamas. So 
there was $900,000 in taxes on his $2 million of alcohol. Oh, there no. was no food. There was nowhere to stay. But there was plenty of booze. So you have these kids getting drunk. and uh, So people went. Yes. And got fucked up. And yes. And just did nothing. Well, because the they were told they that were. everything, it's like, look, when you get here, it's going to, you're going to see some trucks. There's, you know, we're still putting the finishing touches on there. The funny thing is that there was a stage that was actually constructed. Just there was no one to play on it. Right. Uh, and then, so you, people started to, you know, people flew in and they'd been promised like, you know, gourmet food, uh, white glove luggage service, you know, everything was going to be high end, top notch. You know, look, it's not a bad idea it's like it's like the the whole thing was like the vip of of like a coachella or something right. like there was no low end for this yeah and they went for the right market and they they got some social media influencers involved like jeff deray and uh you know it, 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 basically the moral of the story which everyone keeps saying is just like they tried to do it too fast if they they planned this for the year after they could have done it but maybe. But he needed like, the money. He needed the money now. Was, exactly. was the real problem. So if if a slightly reputable businessman had tried to do this for yeah for 2018, it might have actually worked. So two things. Yes. One, Hulu to Netflix. Hulu, they show that they spent two million on booze, and yeah. that was nine hundred thousand in tax. Netflix, they have this Billy's little problem solver, who's like this gay dude, who Billy straight up calls and asks like, I need you to suck this guy's dick to get. Our booze release. What? And the wow. Tells the story of like, I drove there, like, ready to take one for the fucking team. And then the guy was just like, just make sure I get my fucking money first. And I, sends, I, I like, like the guy that, the booze. I like wow. the guy that they talk to where it's like, so did you go and uh, steal the merchandise for him? And the guy just laughs. It's like, like, no, he, I did not steal it. He tried to ask me. But of course then, I did it. And then after they're like, so like, um, and yeah, and then it was like, so, so what happened? Like, what do you. What happened with like the stolen stuff or whatever? And, and it was like, at first he's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I didn't uh, yeah. do nothing, man." <laughs> uh, so I love watching. I only actually don't want to watch either now. I need now the comic book version of the evolution of supervillain. Billy who was, starts Billy McFarlane <laughs> and becomes, becomes Billy, Billy Violet. No, yeah. but then transcends to his ultimate final form, Magnesis. Oh my gosh, Magnesis! Uh, yeah, he after has, he falls he into a the, pit of the acid. power of controlling and, debt. And yeah. uh, Magnesis, of course, makes me uh, think of Magneto. And according to Jeff's it little does. story, according to uh, Jeff's little story right there, uh, apparently his friend was Homo Superior. But uh, <laughs> Coltrane, two million dollars worth of alcohol. Um, how much Fireball do you think you would uh, procure with that budget? Would you spend? Oh, would you spend the whole two mil? Cast Fireball Fest. Yeah, that's oh. true. Oh my gosh, we could have them sponsored. I like this already. But would you, <laughs> culturing, Would you spend the whole budget on Fireball, or do you think you'd diversify a little bit? I mean, I feel like you'd have to diversify a little bit just because there's like there were supposed to be like a lot of like models and like hot chicks and stuff true. there, and they're down to like party a little bit. But you also have to make sure that you've got stuff that they want mm. because, as everyone knows, if like hot chicks are having a good time, then everyone else is more likely to settle down. So I would definitely have made sure that you know I prob probably would have been like a third of the money would have been spent on Fireball for sure. But then the rest I would mix in there so that. Like I said, the the uh, the attractive women that that were there that were supposed to show up would at least like be less inclined to like you know lose it because at least they'd be like kind of you know calm with the alcohol. They'd be like, <laughs> well, at least at least there's booze here, you know. So it alcohol makes up for a lot of stuff. So 
You know, a lot of people will just forget a lot and just be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just have a good time. I, I guarantee that there's someone who was there that was like, man, that was a great day. I was you just know? about to there's, say. There's one person that was. So long as there's like a fucking Ralph's <laughs> that I could get to to get food and stuff. I no, there like, wasn't. There was nothing no, nearby. No, no, no. This was like an no. island in the Bahamas. But where could you buy food? They, you, you bought it with that wristband. And yeah, like, had stuff to do. They were, they were right above a Sandals resort, but the problem was it was also the National Regatta. So it was like it was like saying we're going to throw a festival at the site of the Super Bowl, and then have like, <laughs> but like after you said it was going to be somewhere else, and then trying to move it to the site of the Super Bowl and being like, yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. We, How did they eat? Where did they stay? Th- so like, uh, there, there weren't enough. Yurts, which are you know crappy tents. Basically, they were they like were FEMA housing. FEMA tents. Yeah, yeah they were. That's where they, they were. Got them from. They were FEMA tents, and <laughs> there were pictures of what the food was, which was basically like bread, bread, bread and cheese. Yeah, yeah, it was like a cheese. It was like an open faced cheese sandwich because you couldn't get two pieces of bread. Um, I think we're gonna need to reconvene after everybody's watched at least one of these. I would have been the one guy that had a fucking great time. You, you would still be talking about how much fun the Firefest was. I just wouldn't have paid for it. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> but I would have been really fucking drunk forever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've been like, I love cheese sandwiches. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's like. Bring this out here. Can I get a quesadilla? <laughs> and the answer would be no, you could not yeah, get a quesadilla. Only, only, open only face, the open face cheese sandwich. You without the, the ham part. I forget who it was. Yeah, but, but I, feel like, I feel like Will would just be like, that's all right. Let's just make a fire. And make yeah, a fire. It yeah, is called Fire Fest. Yeah. Where's right. the fire? It You're immediately right. turns into Woodstock 99. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, which, by the way, I heard that they're doing like a 50th anniversary Woodstock. I'm like, oh, so they didn't learn anything from Woodstock 99. Right. I think it might be some different people involved. But it's interesting because that was like the that was you, like you the music festival it's disaster. Actually, a festival for different Woodstocks. <laughs> I was like a lumber. <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, Coltrane, you were there. Yes, I was there. I was working uh, for uh, Westwood One at the time. Oh, my my friend Rob was there as a, a, a concert goer, and uh, I, I know 12. I know that he ended up with a uh, I think he got like a free a free oh. no like a free tent and uh, some, <laughs> some stuff from the end because give people me a free tent. people started st- no people started uh, looting at the end and he was like well. Fuck it. If everything's on fire, I'm just going to grab another tent. Because he couldn't find his stuff. So okay. I was like, I'm going to just take something. Yeah, it sounds like that was uh, poorly planned. Um, the one final thing about fire, FYRE, is that the, as a business model, it was supposed to be this app, which is, it was like going to put you in touch with celebrities. And it's like, would you like to see if Coldplay want to play your bar mitzvah? What? Well, you're in touch with them on the Fire Fyre app, wow. and if they want to, uh, and I was just like, okay, I mean, I can see that people, the level of people that they're talking about might find that appealing, but I think that the high-end rich kids can figure out how to get an offer to you know somebody to play their the birthday whole point party was or whatever. That it was harder than it should have been. So like they say in the beginning of the Netflix documentary, that's how Billy supposedly got it was the the com- the problems Billy had even getting in touch with Ja Rule, which my get my guess is, I'm not 100% on this that Ja Rule was somebody that he like booked to come play at that clubhouse that they had for mm-hmm. Magnesis because yeah. they were doing like throwing parties there for that first business venture. 
Uh, and then he kind of tells a story in the beginning of the Netflix documentary about like, yeah, and then I like went through one person. I had to pay them $1,000 to say that they were going to talk to me. And then they just brought me to somebody else who was like, no, you got to pay me more to talk to. And then he just came back to say, Ja Rule doesn't like your offer. So it's like I'm now out like this many grand just to find out he doesn't like my offer. Okay. And yeah. so that's where he came. He's like, so I was like, there's got to be a better way and comes up with the app. Yeah, call blah, Too blah, Short. Blah. Get Too Short in there. You do. I mean, I know I know how to get in touch with Too Short. So, do I. so yeah. So there you go. So right there, we can start our own fire app. That's the Blackcast app. Yep. But only if you want to book Too Short. Just Too Short. Yeah. We can get, well, you know, no no personalities that any of us might work with. Nope. Just Too only Short. Too short. Um, speaking of Too Short, we never have enough time to do this podcast. No, we're not actually out of time, but uh, it sounded like a, a good transition. Um you know, we uh, people come to the Blackcast for hard news. Yes, and uh, apparently, uh, apparently, there's big news right now that the uh, federal government will be reopened for three weeks. Wow! Uh, without a wall. Talking about Firefest. That is what? a fire. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, President Trump has warned that he'll shut it down again has or declare spent- a national emergency and build his as his quotes smart wall without Congress if they don't fund it. So um, somebody might have been feeling the fire. Wait, yes. wait, wait. Smart ball? He's that now says, using the word on purpose so that way he doesn't have to shut the government down because no one will pay for his physical. As a, as I think it was a, a congressman from Colorado referred yes. to it as a medieval wall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> by the way, like you five, not keep the night walkers yeah, out. Five, five billion for the wall, but how much for the moat? You know, I mean, yeah, they, so you, you, what, you what good is the this and, without a moat? You need a moat. Fucking crocodiles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Fucking so sharks with laser beams. I I haven't. You should just fill the moat with people from Florida. They're about as bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people swimming in the moat. I, Come I can on just in, think the water's great. I can think of one person we know uh, from Florida who oh, yeah. uh, would would not do well. Well, he almost got trapped in Mexico anyway, so he would have had to. Oh, you mean after the Groove Cruise? Yeah. The yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, if, boy, if there was ever anybody who would have been excited for the Fire Festival, it would be Bujenski if he'd had more money. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we he would know, have, we, if we've he didn't t- lose $300 gambling. Yes, $300, exactly. <laughs> Bujenski yeah. could be like a far side cartoon. It's like him being like, build that wall. Then it's like him partying on the Groove Cruise. Yeah. Then it's him standing Whee! on the other side of the stuck wall. stuck on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> if only they hadn't. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, me personally, I didn't, uh, really have a lot of, uh, I, I didn't have any hardship, uh, during the, uh, federal government shutdown, but I'm also not one of 800,000 uh, federal employees. Right. I, you, you heard that there started to be some problems, uh, I think earlier today, the big story, uh, and by the way, today is Friday, January 25th. 2019. I always like to say that in the beginning, and I forgot when we're posting a same day black cast. I always like to let people know oh, that yeah. this is from today. Yeah, today? Uh, hot off the press. Hot off the presses. The government shutdown. Maybe you didn't know, but if you didn't know, I don't know how you're finding out from us. We just talked if about the fire fest know, for half now hour. You know. And knowing is half the battle. Train? That's right. Um, oh God! But I would say that uh, looks like the looks like the wall uh, funding. It is not going to happen to the tune of the 5.7 bill. No, and also now it's a smart wall. Well, I mean, 
I, I, did I? Is that like a real thing? Like, did I miss a, a new level of the wall? Is there like a, the smart wall? Smart no, wall? it's just the way that he is similarly sounding like uh, Billy McFarlane is such a pathological liar you, that just randomly changes his word choice and somehow his entire you, base goes. Well, that's what he meant the whole time. Do you think it's possible that it's sponsored by Smart Water and that's why oh, it's called the Smart Wall? Jennifer Aniston will be down uh, down there on the border. Be <laughs> yeah. like. Coltrane. Mr. Gorbachev, build this smart wall. Coltrane, if, if, if smart water were to sponsor the wall, would you have to find a new beverage of choice? I'll get smart water to pay for the wall. I mean, I, in fairness, I actually I actually have sort of switched up already. So oh, okay. It, you know, what, what do you I want? mean. What? You want the Voss now? Got that glass no, bottle? Uh, Essentia. Ooh, Essentia. Essentia. That's, the, that's the, the pH balance one, right? Well, That's I've, the one. See, I'm in. I'm enjoying some really high-end uh, First Street purified drinking water, and if you don't live in uh, Southern California, you don't know that First Street is the name brand of Smart and Final, oh. which is like, can you not afford the Costco membership? Come on over here. We're yeah. almost as That's good. That's where I go. Yeah, we're almost as good as Costco. Uh, but I also never need that much shit for just one person, so I don't ever. What really... about Dave, you know? I could get Dave's a lot dog, of food. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag Dave the dog. So, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really planning on talking about the government shutdown because, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Can it's, I talk about my favorite story from the government shutdown? Please. I, 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 ho- I hope it's dirty. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's everybody's favorite story. Well, it's not even... Whatever. Trump serving McDonald's. Yes. Oh, I love this I, story. I, well, by the way, so, not just McDonald's. McDonald's, and Wendy's, Wendy's, and Burger King also. And I think Burger King was there. So yeah, I had pizza. a discussion okay. about that last night with my buddy Steven, who's like conservative. Okay. And so uh, he's not like a Trump supporter, really, but it's like he's not. He's not. No, my, a, a lot of true conservatives are not Donald Trump but supporters. He's, but yeah. he's also not one to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. He's a yeah. piece of shit. All that stuff. Anyways, okay. Point being, so we had a discussion about it, and basically what I said to him was, like, first I asked him how he felt about it. Because my feelings on it are, I th- I think Trump did that as, like, a genuine act of trying to be nice. And here's why I think that. Yeah, of course he did. Because that's the food he eats. Yes. Like, that's the garbage food he eats. So he was and being like, you guys want to, like, chow down on this You guys think about food? this story makes me laugh. Because if you guys don't. I will eat this myself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's w- what I thought it was, too. Because, one, he did pay for it himself. That is uh, widely reported in the he, news. He yes. actually didn't know they were coming. He was like, I just got I just got, I just got, got 500 Wendy's just for myself. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, I'm yeah. going to dip so many make... fries in so many Frosties, you wouldn't even believe it. I, I have, I have... Ivanka cover herself in Frosties, <laughs> and I was going to eat her clean. Nobody's Frosties are colder than mine, okay? Uh Coltrane, I feel like this would probably be your luck that you finally I get my invited. Baron, because that's what my wife is. You finally get <laughs> invited to the White House, Coltrane, and then because of a government shutdown, the only thing they're going to serve is fast food, which, uh, as I know, you don't really eat fast food. So, uh, what would you do if you were part of the Clemson football team and you were there, and that's what they served? Um, God, I don't even know. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably I I'd go with the French fries. I guess. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. You know, at, I'd grab at a least bit that, of everything, but baby. Yeah, it would be tough. 
Yeah. You're telling me you're not making like a Wendy's McDonald's burger <laughs> pizza? Like fuck that. <laughs> well, I don't think wrong. I don't I don't think he, he would want any of those things. Um, also, you know, one thing for anybody that's ever had fast food delivered, there's uh, the most important thing to keep in mind is that it always stays warm. It's always hot. It's always fresh. It doesn't get cold the instant uh, it's delivered. And that's what that's actually and what I thought about when it's all laid out. I'm like, yeah, it's like and but, shitty. It's like all this, the how packaging long is melting yeah. sitting in but this room. Anybody who ever watched, you know, especially football players like eat in college, yeah. you know, the the way that these guys were stacking like four burgers and just like, well, I got to try and grab some more. You're like, I feel like these kids were probably like, hey, this is kind of fun. You know, I, I don't probably. think they hated it. No, yeah. I, uh, yeah. My so so first point, I think he meant it. Second point, I think is indicative of the the. I think one of my biggest problems, well, it shouldn't be one of my biggest problems, but from somebody who's less invested in like the actual policies and everything of politics, it's one of the thing. my biggest problems with this presidency is, is that either there isn't someone who, who he will listen to when they say like, hey, don't do this because, right. or there yeah, isn't someone to tell them don't do this because. Because it's just like, either of those people. hey, look, this is you genuinely trying to be nice to these kids and give them something and do yeah. something. I get that but somebody needs to tell you like hey when you serve a bunch of fast food to a predominantly black school in like from the south it kind of comes off like you're saying like this is good enough for you even if that's not what you mean by it at all, all right? And I, I would say I I don't think I, like you guys are saying. I I think yeah he likes that food. He's like college kids are gonna like it. I I don't you know you can you know on another show you can debate whether or not you think he's the most racist person in the world. I think this instance has nothing to do with whether or not that's true. You know I think he was just like yeah I'm just gonna get a bunch of fast food. But here's the, I'm sorry one last thing. Here's why I think it is directly connected to that because. Them, it, it he doesn't have to care about their race, but when you're a president who has had such terrible race relations with African American community, when you're the guy who didn't outright condemn like the endorsement <laughs> of, of of the former head of the KKK, yeah. when you're the guy who says there was good people marching on the other side of in a group of Nazis and Klan uh, members, like sorry again, somebody to tell you, hey. Regardless of what your intentions are, you've done too many things that'll make it seem like this is what's going on. All he needs is the guy, right? Yeah. Everybody needs the guy in the, the room. Well, the problem is who that the guy Trump in the room is. would yeah. never listen to the guy. The guy is you have a boardroom full of studio executives, anything. You see a movie and you're like, how could this possibly have fucking happened? All you need is the one person in the room who's like, hey, I see what you guys are doing. You know what? I like it. You're onto something good. I see where your heart is. But we just need to change all of this because um, it's not working. I just, just real quick, if we just. If we just change the food to something nice, you tout yourself as like a super rich person all the time. What if you paid for like a nice meal and not a garbage but food meal? You don't even need to do that. You literally, I am sure that there are nice like ribs or like barbecue places in LA. You support, or sorry, in, in DC. DC. Yeah. You, you buy well, that, a huge catered meal from one of those places. So you're supporting small that, local That's what business. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeding these guys something that's more like regionally appropriate. And then nobody can say fucking anything. You're like, oh, that Trump guy, pretty good job. Yeah. yeah. But it, it then goes back to he just really wanted one. He really did. Yeah. He just he really, really wanted did. And by the way, I, I love. could get one for myself or I could get 300. And also his number changed almost instantaneously. He's like, I bought almost over 300 hamburgers. And then like an hour 
hour later, he's like, I bought over a thousand hamburgers. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. So, like, a... It's the Billy McFarlane. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, words and ideas, like, kind of just don't make so, sense to him. Billy McFarlane's ultimate form is Trump. <laughs> yes, that, that he'll Magnesis, be fl- look. It's like when Trump, it's when like, Billy McFarlane, Dragon Ball Z, yeah. where it's like there used to be. Well, yeah, it's like there used to be a final level, but now we need new movies, so there's an even more final level. Yeah. It's Trump. When uh, when the American president is Billy McFarland, I think we will have finally we will He's have achieved we will have achieved our our full poten- we will have realized our full potential as a country when Billy McFarland is our when president. He gets sure. all our money back from China. Oh, when Scam. Billy McFarland yeah. gets all of our money Scams back, China. That's true. Throws, He's like throws well, China Fest twenty twenty C H Y N A. It's actually just about the wrestler China. <laughs> so, yeah. All China themed all the time. I've got this huge continent that I'm pretty sure I can fit you guys yeah. all on. You get everybody in there, and then you go to China Fest, and you realize it's all WWE themed. It's just Australia. He turned Australia, the map of Australia what upside down. Fuck? It's like I found this island. This isn't what we expected at all. It's I was like, you can't move here. We live here. Well, uh, <laughs> before we move on, let's let's uh, go around and give our our just you know blazing hot takes on this uh, Coltrane. Uh, winners and losers on the uh, big government shutdown. What do you think? I mean, <laughs> that one's too hard to, too hard to say. I I just want to go back because you you guys, there's it's tough when like everyone's jumping in. I I don't want to like be the the extra person jumping in, but I think you guys totally missed it. He does have his person. That person is just Kanye West. So, <laughs> just so like, he was right there. Yeah. He was trying to listen to someone. Yeah. And, you know, that's Kanye, what happens. what do these kids eat? Uh, I don't I know. I mean, because of course McDonald's? Kanye West knows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ka- yeah, Kanye would know. Uh, For I, sure. Foie gras. Um, okay, so government <laughs> shutdown, like winners and losers, like, I mean, it's kind of tough. Like, we, there's there really aren't any winners. It is... It's just like sort of it's an oddity because when when he comes out and says like I'm going to shut down the government I'm going to it's it's going to be mine it's going to be all mine and then it turns around and it's like no 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 it's your fault no 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 it's your fault and then it's like it, like the narrative just starts to like it, it's just difficult because the narrative is never it never stays what it should be so to say like winners and losers I just think is is difficult cuz I don't think they're really were a whole lot of winners. No, this. but I would say he's a big loser, uh, not just in general, but because he had to not budge on this wall. That was the whole point. Yeah. You know, he, he there was a there was an agreement in place, and then Ann Coulter called him a pussy on Twitter, and so he shut down the government. That's essentially what happened. I'm definitely oversimplifying it, but that is essentially what happened. And he's like, I don't really she, think you are oversimplifying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think exactly, that's exactly that, how he reacts because she was like, "Oh, you're Nobody not. I, I, you're you're a pussy. That's why we're not getting the wall." So. But then 35 days later, you still don't get the wall. And you were never going to get the wall. No, and you were going to go. That, you know, he started grabbing himself, right? Yeah, he, he grabbed himself in the self. And, you know, as soon as, you know, you're, you're getting bested by an octogenarian lady from San Francisco in the form of Nancy Pelosi, who really just beat you bloody on this because it's like yeah we're not going to do the uh, state of the union yeah you're not invited yeah. oh yeah well then you don't have your plane yeah that's fine you're still not doing the state of the union right. oh well that was kind of all I had yeah. um, why don't I give it somewhere else um, no nobody really wants that they probably won't put it on TV so 
Um, I don't know that there are winners, uh, but he definitely comes out of this in the one way he couldn't. Cartels? Which, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, in all honesty, I, I don't. You know, the wall. I mean, if you if you pay enough attention to the the flow of drugs into this country, which you know I don't have a personal interest in, but you know I have some associates who do, and uh, I would say that you know most of it comes in through the ports, and there's a lot of other. It doesn't really come across the border from Mexico, yeah. because uh, you know again not a big drug user, but do you know what people uh, aren't usually asking to pay a little extra for that great Mexican cocaine? Yeah, like that's the cocaine you want is the stuff from Mexico. Right. No, 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 no. You keep the Bolivian Bolivian stuff, the Bolivian marching powder, as it were. No, I want the stuff from Mexico that uh, was brought in by a mule, and I don't mean the usual. I mean an actual, you know, like the horse kind of. Clint Eastwood. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Also by Clint Eastwood. Uh, yeah. These the, were in Clint Eastwood's balls. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would do that. Nice, okay. nice to meet you, Scott Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. That's that's what my thought is, and no, I don't. I don't think people get to really win because uh, this was sort of dis- not even sort of this was disastrous for the economy to have the federal government close that long the local economies there um i i felt like it was going to go all the way right up until people were expecting to get their tax return checks for those who were going to get tax returns and aren't uh, as independently wealth, wealthy as myself wealthy. or wealthy yes as myself ah. or billy mcfarland uh mm. you know who we pay exorbitant yep. taxes because uh, the man doesn't look out for the little guy who runs scams on rich kids but anyway i think that uh yeah there, there's not a winner but there's definitely a loser yeah. And I don't mean it in the way he usually like the way that he would call Rosie O'Donnell a loser. Right. I just mean that he has not he has not come out ahead on on this altercation. There's been nothing that you I don't think that he's been able to accomplish <laughs> in this period of time. No, these 35 days. No. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't think he's come out uh, stronger, no. you know. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say, uh, you just made me think of a very important question. Do you think that if Billy McFarland was better at <laughs> archery, he'd be Robin Hood? Mm. No, because he would just steal from the rich. Yeah, that's true. And he then he'd himself. shoot poor people with arrows <laughs> just <laughs> for fun. Yeah, steals from the rich and then murders poor people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, steals from the rich to finance the murder of. People. <laughs> uh, I think that's like Jigsaw. I feel like, uh, I mean, ultimately the losers are the American people. Sure. Right? And the thing is that, like, because I've got a lot of buddies who work government jobs, and a friend of mine I was talking to yesterday, he works in a prison, and uh, he's like, could you imagine? He's like, we're all dead-ass tired. We work 16-hour shifts, and sometimes I sleep four hours and get up and have to do it all over again for 34, five days, however fucking many days it is. He's like, could you imagine if we just left? If we just didn't show up for work? Yeah. Everyone in the prison would murder each other. Yes. Like, everyone would be... Like, so the way that this whole country functions... Up. I'm sorry, but there's people who heard what you just said and went like, and... Yeah, well, I, if someone listening yeah, to us probably right not. now, we're like, okay, good. Right. No, that's every, that's absolutely not the way to uh, to think about your life. You want to have love and empathy at the forefront. However, uh, I think... now. It, it, me as a more as a as a pretty liberal person, I wish that there what? was something else that uh, could have given Nancy Pelosi some ground to stand on besides just denying the wall. Which I'm glad that she did because I think it's a petulant, stupid idea in the first place. Which he promised that Mexico was going to pay for, and he's like, "Well, I meant through trade deals." And it's like, "No, no, you actually didn't know what words were coming out of your mouth when you said them. You just like you say things, and then they come out, and you're like, "It's a great idea, let's do that." And then it turns out that you can't do it, and you're like, "Well, I meant." Now that's why he's like casually calling it a smart wall because he's like, "Well, everyone's finally like, you cannot build a fucking wall from coast to coast." Post, 
across, like we can't well, have this happen. I mean, I don't want to get too bogged down into the specifics, but when you would need to build a wall the way that he was originally talking about, yes. you're going to have to declare eminent domain on huge like ranch owners in yes. Texas. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that those that's not the you know, that's the base. Yeah. Those aren't the those aren't the apple carts that you want to turn over. Right. These are the people that you're going to have to take land away from. It's like, yeah, but I'm going to build the wall. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but my business is, you know, in having this land that you're taking from me. Right. So you get that, you know, in, you know, if it were blue states along the border, well, then, you know, maybe the wall would have actually gotten built because sure. they would have just, uh, you know, claimed just, everything. Claimed a, all the weed farms. As a, I mean, he, I mean, obviously is like the ultimate loser in all of this because he looks it's like an embarrassed Fool, and at the same time, like he misleads people so drastically that it's like it's insane. I mean, like immigration numbers have been on a. De I mean, they're not what he's saying they are. He's like rapists, and people are coming across the border. He picks one yeah, he guy walked back and forth across the border a hundred times, and a hundred rapists came in. That yeah, exactly. Day. <laughs> he's just he's I, the fact that and listen, I know a lot of great conservatives, and I know a lot of great Republicans, and I feel like there are much much better candidates. Why people who are Republican continue to support somebody who just picked their party on purpose? so he could win I don't understand I'm like don't you realize he's taking advantage of you and making you look I mean, bad you do have your one issue voters who are like uh, yeah we've gotten a couple of uh, Supreme Court justices that are uh, you know reflect our beliefs and yeah. uh, we're probably going to get another one but he you doesn't know? care so, about you whatsoever right but well, to be fair I Hillary mean, Clinton doesn't care about us either I just got mm, an alert true. on my phone apparently uh, after erecting a statue of Arliss Trump has built his wall. Oh. <laughs> Robert Shit. Wall. <laughs> Such a dumb joke. Such a long way to go. Uh, 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 Coltrane, were you going to chime in something about Arliss or about a different topic? <laughs> Not Arliss. Oh, okay. Um, but, Fail. Back but when now, the Robert of course, Wall I sort of lost my train of Oh, wait, no, no, no. You, so it's the, the two things about it are, number one, Republicans always... This is it's historic. It has always been the way it is. So that is exactly why they're not like fighting him because they always fall in line. And if you ever if you just go back and look historically, they fall in line. They wait their turn. That's the way that the party has always sort of been. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is, as you know, we all we we heard about the whole time we were working together and everything. There were a, there were large swaths of conservatives that felt like. President Obama was never held to account, that the media loved him too much, the leftists loved him too much, and so they just couldn't win. Mm -hmm. And whenever they ran a centrist candidate, they ran Mitt Romney. Oh, he's, he's a uh, sexist, misogynist, one percenter who hates poor people. Mm -hmm. And they ran, you know, they ran John McCain. He's, you know, like everyone loved him before that, like the media loved him before that. Oh, now he's, he's an Islamophobic uh, racist. And, and yeah, he picked a woman, but... She's not really she's not really a feminist, so it doesn't really matter. So, like, they when they tried to run centrist people that mm -hmm. that should have had appeal, they they didn't get appeal, and they kept and there kept being the narrative like the ists again, like the racist, the sexist, the misogynist. Right. So at a certain point, like with Trump, it, none of it stuck to him, and it's like Christian said, like they they're gonna get their their Supreme Court justices, and the media couldn't touch him. So yeah. it just that's what it came down to. It's just it's it's like people sort of forget that, like, when you feel like everything is against you, 
and it's like someone, anyone is just coming up and like offering something to you, well, then you're going to take it because it's like you, you feel like when you try to do things in a more fair way, you didn't get a result. So now it's just like, all right, this is the way it's got to be. And this is the way it's got to be. Mm-hmm. So that is my, that's my actual assessment as to why like the party is sort of staying in line the way they are. Yeah, I mean, they don't really have uh, an alternative, uh, you know, and also uh, a guy like Mitch McConnell's not going to stand up to anyone. You know, I mean, he, he, yeah, I, I know, I know he Iron looks, he looks, McConnell? he looks what? like a tough guy. Yeah, he's just called Fist McConnell. He's said Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. He's oh, the Iron Danny Fist Rand yeah. of, of the Senate. Yeah. Uh, just, just be, just be Mitch McConnell. No, I'm just not going to be gonna, the Iron Fist. No, he lost his chi. <laughs> Mitch McConnell doesn't have his cheat. So uh, I think that uh, that's really – and look, I, I understand. And look, there's a part of me that I'm able to think like or that, that tweet or that thing. That was actually kind of funny. And I'm able to like actually like appreciate like some of the elements of like, oh, people like him because the people that hate him and they drive him so crazy. Like there are people that are like, oh – well, if this drives Alyssa Milano that crazy, that's really funny to me. Right. And I don't mean me as me speaking, but I can understand, you know, there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, yeah, it's just so funny to watch how crazy he drives people. It's like, I don't know. There are people who like him well enough. Sure. I don't have a problem with that. I guess I have a problem with people that hear something that's just like patently false and mm-hmm. stupid and are like, you know, start off being like, yeah, well, that's my guy. And then st- and then end up believing it and then, like, ingraining it in themselves. It just seems like he's the master of repetition until it becomes, like, identity for constituents. And that's, like, a problem. The only thing that's super dangerous, the most dangerous thing, is that, like, he has, he has people believe that real news is fake news and fake news is real news. And so, like, I understand the media has an intense bias. That I can't deny. And I yeah. understand this. However, there are things about... About, I don't know, fucking biology, physics, the environment. That like, hey, we should probably just like take care of this planet or facts? of each other. And facts. Where I saw on Facebook, somebody posted a video about like why immigration is bad, why we need to build the wall. It's like I wish liberals would just listen to the facts. And it was a guy who just said a bunch of like blanket statements and followed them up with going. Fact, and then he would say something and he'd go fact, and then people would be like, "Oh, he's telling facts." And meanwhile, I'm googling every single thing, and I'm like, "Oh, none of this is uh, true." Yeah, well, watch this tactic. Fact: The Black Cast is the most listened to <laughs> podcast in the world. Fact. fact: It's going to be a TV show very soon, and you're all gonna have to watch it because it's gonna be on every channel. But that's fact. Like, that's bears how eat beats that fact. That's <laughs> true. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. That's how he delivers information as a president, where he's like, "Fact: A Lamborghini can go back in time." They're working on it. It's happening. I, but any kind Donald of fucking Trump random no. words. See, what you together. said was fake news. A Lamborghini see? can't go back in time, but, but a DeLorean it. can but go no back in time. I've that's seen it happen. Truth. No you weren't there. You I was handle the truth. Don't wait for the translation. People only believe the fake news, Christian. You know that. No, and the only point I'll make on that is uh, you run into trouble with that when the media gets so far ahead of itself and it doesn't properly vet a story that is proven to be fake news. Sure. And when it's a one out of a hundred stories is it's legitimately fake. fake, you go, right. see, fake see, news. And is. you're like, yeah, so not that one. Right. And then also, you know, there was the last week there was the the big story that uh, BuzzFeed put out. It's oh like, my oh, God. he told Michael Cohen to lie. I'm like, that's BuzzFeed. When I read that, I was like, 
no one else that, is reporting on this except Col- BuzzFeed. Coltrane, uh, BuzzFeed, I think, is best known as the website for can you identify these twenty celebrity taints? Right. I mean, that's a sort of uh, that's a sort of information we go to BuzzFeed for, right? I mean, basically, yeah. That and there's and there's they all they also have like a lot of like really ridiculous like videos ab- about like just things that really like piss people off. So it's it's BuzzFeed is just I don't know they're so useless. I they, yeah. There there was like this there's this one that like a bunch of people like did um like uh cut like satire on and like video you know like all these commentaries on. It's like four four BuzzFeed women decided they were gonna manspread in public for a week, mm-hmm. and like and the whole if you watch the video the whole thing like none of it is logical none of the things they're saying actually make sense and then what they're doing isn't really manspreading it's just sort of like being a dick like <laughs> just putting your feet on like four four seats on like a subway or something it's yeah like, literally that's not what it is and so everyone like that's the kind of stuff that people see so then it's like BuzzFeed's reporting something seriously. Like these guys are fucking clowns. Plus, when I did the BuzzFeed poll of which Friends cast member you the most like, it fucking told me I was Joey, and everybody knows that I'm a Monica. And I don't know why the fuck it did that. Did so you, I was just furious. Did you take the one uh, to find out if you're more of a Zoe or a Zelda? Shout out to Matt and KC, Bojack Ooh. jokes. Oh, Bojack, yes. You know Matt and KC, uh, and and Coltrane. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, you you're up to speed on this. You know Matt and KC. We continue, we continue to be kept by him. Uh, you know he's our sugar daddy. He. I took uh, one for the team. We don't have any, well, not the way Billy McFarland's friend did, uh, but or, but you know if if the money's right, maybe you yeah. know. Uh, and I've got a hundred dollar uh, Bevmo gift card from. Uh, from Matt and Casey yeah, where, in my wallet. When can we spend this and get we, fucked we, up? We, we met at noon we today. We can do our Black Ass Fire Fest for $100 yes. very easily Fireball at your fest. house. $100 uh, definitely. worth of Fireball for a festival and it'll be a bigger <laughs> shit show yeah. than the Fireball. By the way, definitely awesome. not at my house. It has to be at your it house. It cannot be at my house. Because you have young children. Yes, yes. that's exactly that's why exactly it can't why it be at my be house. There. No, I think it needs to be at your house. But I've got a dog. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, so that outside in front of your house. That's where we'll do it. Um, Why people love camping unless it's a surprise. <laughs> that was actually in the that's, documentary. That's like, yeah, yeah, by the way, my friend uh, Shalair actually has a tweet in the uh, the Hulu one. They show it on the screen from some of the media coverage. It was just something about, it was like hashtag like, you know, rich people problems, or I forget exactly what it was, but uh, I was just very excited. I'm like, look at that, you made the documentary. Um, but yeah, so Matt and Casey, culturing we've talked a lot about how you know patreon is uh, getting much bigger on the internet but uh, i feel very uncomfortable with the idea of patreon mostly because i can't imagine anyone wanting to you know be a patron and, and spend money on it except of course for matt and kc so because matt and kc has been so good to us we want to do a very special episode just for matt and kc it can be like that wu-tang album mm. that uh, martin skrillex i know that's not his name but it that sounded is, funny that is exactly martin skrillex bought. Or whatever. so he can decide Skrally. to release this private episode of the black cast or he can keep it to himself oh. he can tell us what the topics are going to be uh so coltrane 
I know that you've missed Ooh, out on the ten, last few ten, rounds. Ten. You've missed on the, out on the last few rounds of uh, barbecue. But Matt and Casey's been good to you too, Matt right? Matt Casey ain't nothing. Yes, to fuck absolutely. With. Yeah, Matt Casey ain't nothing. That's to right. Matt and Casey ain't nothing Matt to fuck Casey with. So uh, we can we can count on you to be a part of of the the Matt and Casey cast. And uh, you know, I think Matt and Casey is going to have to be on that episode too. You know, so yeah, only if he, he wants to be. Yeah, but it's true. If he just wants to listen, yeah, yeah. you know, we could get Billy McFarland on from jail, probably. Uh, probably. Did he go to prison? Yes. Good. Um, on on uh, wire charges. Oh, I think I got him on the phone. Hi, it's me, Billy McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I sound in real life. Sounds like Bobcat Goldthwait or something. Sounds more like Patrick Mahomes. That's a sports. That's ball a sports. Reference. That's a sports yeah, ball so reference. Don't get it at all. Um, I, you know, there, there I was, well. there was some delightful uh, attempts of uh, Will and Coltrane uh, trying to connect over sports. We're talking about we soccer. Talking about soccer. <laughs> yeah. The Gutenschlag. Football. Food. Food and good. The Gubenschnagen. The button stuff. The Um I, I feel like I have a good feeling about where Bundesliga. Jeff, where Jeff and uh, Coltrane come down on the, uh, the Super Bowl. Los so Angeles Rams. I don't want to ask you. Biggest fan in the world. I don't want to ask you at all about the Woo! Patriots. I want to ask you guys. Definitely were, were the, <laughs> were the, uh, were the Saints really screwed by that oh, last call? That was so egregious. Is it just? Is it literally like they would have been in the Super Bowl? Fuck with that? you guys. The Rams Pretty are the much. best team in the league. <laughs> It is, it's you know what it's it's a difficult one because I've actually gone sort of back and forth on it because on one hand, like if you act, if you just break it down, then a hundred percent like with the time there was left in the game, the situation like it would be real difficult to not think that that was like yeah. a game ender. There's it's just the the one part that just that does just sort of get me is it's the the Saints got the ball first in overtime. Yeah. It's like, you know, so it's like everything else, like, yes, it was terrible and you got completely screwed in the whole nine, but you're you're at home during the playoffs with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, like you got the ball first in overtime. You gotta you you can't like turn the ball over. You gotta score. So yes, uh, like if the call had gone the way that it should have actually gone, then absolutely, like that's I mean, it's real hard to not see how they how they would have won that game. It's just the the one the one issue that I have though is just the you got it first to start overtime and you're at home, so it's it that that's what makes it tougher. But yeah, that one that was that was bad. That was as bad as it gets. I think based on the fact that you were it was ticking down time on the fourth quarter. Uh, that with they would have moved the ball up and then likely been able to just like run it a couple times to kill the clock because the Rams were I pretty think out of timeouts or close enough no, to they, it. Yeah, they still but had it timeouts. It would have been a so first down, so you could have run multiple times. They would have run out of first downs, and then you could have gotten it down to like the very last seconds, kicked the field goal, and won the game without yeah. ever giving the Rams the ball back. So in that no, way, they would they they would have gotten it back with thirty seconds left. Based right, on the timeouts but, and situation, they would have had thirty seconds. If they just took a knee three times and then kicked it from the but five yard line, it, it would it would have they would have had thirty seconds left. Right. It's hard to imagine the you know Drew Brees and the Saints not winning in that situation. And um, but then when you have people that you know like well you know Goodell can invoke this rule where they have to replay the end of the game. I'm like, well, no. Now you sound stupid. Like, yeah. yes, you got screwed. Um, but no, they're not going to replay the fucking game. They're not no. going to replay the last minute of it. Like, you can sue if you want to, 
But you're an idiot. Uh, the, the problem is, yeah, that, is mean, that there were referees the, staring at it. That yeah. It's a play down by the goal line, so all the fucking refs should be looking at it already. Yeah. And that there are people. There were three referees that were in perfect position to watch the play and to call the foul, and they claimed they didn't see it. And it's just like. There's a video of you watching the fucking play. Like, one of the referees watch, looking at where the play is happening, and then there's the contact, and you should be able to see the ball because it's still within their purview behind the fucking players when the contact is happening. I understand in real time that shit happens faster, but it was just like, and well, that's your job as a referee in the NFL, an egregious pass interference on the sideline that, like, absolutely should have been called. And it's not even like a situation, like, it's not even like in the past there haven't been times where, like, referees, like, stand there for a minute and then finally pull the flag. And it's not like I can't imagine the fucking scoreboard operators in New Orleans weren't immediately showing the replay with, the like, the blatant yeah. P.I. And it's just like, look, even if you didn't see it blatantly, you can look up at the screen and know that's, like, semi-cheating replay. But we all know what fucking happened. Like, there was a security guard on the sideline. There's a video of him, like, throwing his hands up. And they're not even <laughs> supposed to be watching the game. <laughs> so it's just like, it's it's incredibly egregious. I don't see the Saints getting the ball in overtime as any sort of definitive anything because that's just like the game went to overtime because of the bad Right, play. but they did have an opportunity to still win. So of course, that, but yeah, it's just but, like that doesn't and, mean and I, and anything here, just either a, way. Another quick point. Sure. Just to, I, know, I know you're saying that. The thing is, is that, like I said, they had 30 seconds left, and in the game they played earlier in the season, the Rams had 26, 26 seconds left before the half um, that first game, and they drove down and kicked a field goal. So – it's like but if, if the Saints the had the done that and different. just kicked the field goal and got 30 seconds left, the yeah. Rams still could have because they did it earlier in the season. So, again, I'm just saying, like, that's why, to me, that's what makes it harder. I still think the Saints got screwed. Don't get sure. me wrong. And if that was me, I would be pissed. Yes. And I would not be over it. I would still be pissed about it. And I, like, completely agree with that because it, it's like there were, there were three officials that were looking at it and then, like, the one that, that blatantly should have had it, that it was, like, it was his call to make, he should have had it, like, he ran up to the second one, and he just, like, made it look like it was a bang-bang play or something so that it wasn't – so, like, you could see, like, he saw it and knew that there was contact, but he was just, like, he made a gesture, like, bang-bang play or something. And it was, like – so it, I understand you want to let you want to let players play in the playoffs and everything, but that was so egregious. And mm -hmm. the fact that like he was looking at it and then made that weird call like that, it's it is just really odd. Well, and and the, it sucks. It sucks worse because now there's like legal sports betting, and yeah. so it, it just makes it so much worse. It's like the kind of thing you really don't want to have. Well, and on top of that, there was the helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact. So even if you thought exactly. it was a bang-bang play, you still needed to call foul because yeah. the bang was in an illegal area. So there's just there was exactly. no reason that a flag shouldn't have been thrown. Well, speaking of online sports betting, uh, Agent Starling has yes. logged into betdsi.com yes. and he's putting ten grand on the Rams and the points. Well, Rams, I'm, try in the world. I'm trying to tell him not to. Best but team in the league. <laughs> Biggest fan, well, never wait, fight wait, wait, fan I thought, Biggest I, fan you've ever seen. I thought you were a Charger. I thought you were a Chargers fan. Biggest uh, LA Rams, Christian. <laughs> He's Chargers. I don't I even mean, know that. They left San Diego. Fuck him. If you are going to put down money, I would put down money on the under for Gladys Knight's uh, national anthem. That's oh, the under. I, I would take the under. <laughs> are you saying that because she's likely to drop dead during the the uh, I, I, Gladys's I last night? <laughs> 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm putting. I'm that's where I go. I'm putting five grand on uh, Maroon Five uh, being terrible, but that's just me. That's also, just, it's there personal. was like a mid mid level protest of the halftime show. Yeah. Well, uh, there first there was a protest for them to like say no because yeah. Rihanna didn't want to do it. But you know? the fact that they got Maroon Five to say yes is like they picked the whitest possible. Yeah. Well, because they're gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so but isn't, great... isn't Travis Scott going to be there? Travis too? Scott's going to be there because it's in Atlanta, and there is somebody else that I actually can't remember. Travis uh, Scott is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He, yeah. he lied and said he gotten Kaepernick's blessing, and then Kaepernick was like, "No, you didn't." And, and he's like, "No, you don't remember <laughs> <He's> that <laughs> day where you totally <laughs> gave it to me." Yeah. You, wait, you're telling like, me you're not? Yeah. Ka- Kaepernick says yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So oh, colon, said, you're colon Kaepernick. So, <laughs> so yeah, you Who don't think fuck? you don't think Colin Kaepernick has <laughs> Google alerts sit set to uh the you know anytime somebody mentions colin kaepernick yeah um yeah because now what the protest is like well maroon five should take a knee during the performance i'm like no i mean they should hang themselves before their performance (laughs) so that i don't have to sit through it but uh yeah there it is and uh i was just like i don't know can't can't you just let a band fucking play the super bowl if 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 they want to you know it's like the games are still being played I, i mean this the the problem with it is is it's like Protesting the halftime show yeah. is the dumb part. No, of- Colin Kaepernick would have sang the halftime show if yeah. he were in the league right now. It's just like, oh, that, <laughs> we don't want anyone to be entertained as we yeah. continue to <laughs> employ majority black people to play in our league. But what, you know. Well, they don't want Hell people to be no. entertained. I think that's why the XFL is coming back. They want to make sure that no oh, one gets it. LA Kiss coming back. XFL. You know what I think would be more meaningful? Chivo. But, but it'd be too controversial, <laughs> so you probably couldn't get them to do it. It would be like having Gladys Knight refuse to sing the national anthem. Oh. Having like a black person refuse to sing the national anthem. And they just can't as like, start. That's the point of protest, to be like, no, I won't sing that part that you are like disparaging like one of my fellow people. Yeah, wow. sing, sing the third stanza where it's all about being Racist. I mean, yeah. yeah, only sing the third stanza. The land of the free if you're white. And if I'm you're in. not, then screw you. America <laughs> built that wall. Built that wall. So, uh, Coltrane, it seems like we're uh, able to ask you and Jeff basically this every year. Uh, do you, you no. like when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, you like to just like watch by yes, yourself? I like when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, it's yes. Good. That is definitely a hot take. But you like to watch it by yourself, right? You don't want to go to some party, even if it's filled with uh, Pats fans or, or. I'd be okay with Correct. a Pats party, like a, a party filled with Pats people, but it's like I've been out here now for, for so, too long, too, yeah. many, too many Super Bowls. Yeah. So I know watching it with people that aren't Patriots fans, especially anywhere in L.A. with uh, L.A. being in the Super Bowl. Even well, yeah. Nobody I know from here is a real Rams fan. No one. Yeah, yeah. Andy. Big Rams fan in the world. No one who is a real Rams fan. <laughs> if anybody like tries to tell me that they're a Rams fan, I'm gonna spit in their face. Oh, I'm a, okay. Say, I'm a huge Rams best, fan. Who's the best team oh! in the league, Jeff? Who's the best team in the league? <laughs> Fuck to ram that bitch. Uh, you. Uh, so you uh, paint my face. It, what? Uh, <laughs> please do. What I'm are their colors again? I'm fuchsia and uh, I'm determined. <laughs> I think it's like a cerulean no, and like a burnt sienna. They're, they're actually they're they're wearing throwback jerseys. To the Super Bowl, I, I saw oh, that they? they're wearing the old yes. like the old yeah, LA Rams, yeah, yeah because they don't even they don't like, like. Well, even they're like they're, I mean these are the St. Louis Rams uh, uniforms, yeah. so let's uh, the, now they're the suddenly the biggest Rams fan I, in the world, yeah, of themselves. I doubt you guys would know this, but I think the Ram, I want to say the Rams existed somewhere else even before LA. Uh, you I, might be right. 
Because uh, I know, like, the Cardinals jumped around. They were Chicago Cardinals, then St. Louis Cardinals, and then finally became the Arizona Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. okay. And I, I want to say the Rams might have followed a similar trajectory, but I'm not sure on that. I just want to... It's so funny because it was like... What were people saying, like, after the Rams victory? It was like, not that crazy thing. Cause it's like, they actually haven't been to L.A. long enough for anyone to really be that crazy of a fan. Like, well, they haven't even are, finished building their stadium I yet. know. You are going to inevitably find people who, like, pretend to be that person, which is the caricature that I'm doing, which I'm just going to keep doing. No, please I'm do. Sorry, no, this but is you, such but a yours is a caricature. runner city. Oh, like absolutely. After, so it's like, I liked the Kings. When yeah. I moved here, I thought the Kings were a fun team. Yeah. When they won that first cup, I yeah. was rooting for them. I was yeah. like, go Kings, yeah! yeah. After they the won the Kings second the cup, world. I was like, fuck the Kings, fuck all of you guys, you're all fake hockey fans. Right. You're coming up and, like yelling in my face, say, go Kings, oh, go! Fuck the Bruins, the Kings are way better than them! And go I Kings, go! Like, you don't know anything anything about anything just yeah. shut the fuck up if like tell me your favorite player Wayne Gretzky you like, guys uh, kill yourself you you guys will appreciate uh, <laughs> culture and you'll you'll enjoy this too uh, so let's see the first year I lived out here was 2003 my roommate Tim Sicardo passed gets to the black cast he's a uh, big past gas of the black past cast. gas yes he definitely passed gas when he was here past guest <laughs> of the black cast big uh, big Red Sox fan and uh, so we drove up there went with a, a, a mutual friend of ours to the Oakland A's Boston Red Sox playoffs and there was a guy sitting behind us who you know he he was a loudmouth uh, mass hole but incredibly entertaining because you know people would try and shout back at him and he would say questions like who's who's your left fielder no the guy on the field right now what's his name <laughs> who who's your second base they didn't know they didn't know who the A's were so I mean I think that's a California thing you know it's like yeah. of course there are definitely diehard uh, Oakland A's fans uh, but it's not everybody up there uh, especially not in the seats I could afford and people who were Rams fans, probably moved on and they were probably became Dallas Cowboys fans at some point. That's what seems to be what happened. There are there what? are t- people who are considered super fans of teams like Jack Nicholson in the Lakers, sure. Spike Lee Absolutely. and the, and the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Knicks. Um um there's that. some other people. There's um, just some more. But Billy Crystal and the, the Clippers. Norm Pattinson, the late <laughs> Norm. Yeah. Oh, side. <laughs> Court side. And don't forget. And don't forget about Matt and Ben and the socks. Well, that's you know? what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is like Matt and Ben and the socks. Like people don't give as much credit to Boston sports fan, like famous Boston sports fans yeah. for being fans, because it's just kind of like. Like, I bet Ben Affleck and Matt Damon know more about the actual, like, workings of the Boston sports mm. teams than the – not those other super fans because, again, those guys are, like, yeah. really invested yeah. in the sports. But, like, the vast majority of, like, fans of, yeah. like, whatever team because that's just part of Boston culture. Like, you know who the second baseman is. You know who yeah. the third baseman is. You know just, like, stuff that I don't know now. Like, living in L.A., I'm not – as in tune with everything sure. that's going on there, and because like that's just general conversation. It's like, oh, we like met at the bar, we're on the tee, or like beginning of the meeting. Like, so how about Brady? He's yeah. twenty four for thirty two last night, blah, blah, blah. and you just you talk statistics, sports statistics. So it's just ingrained in you. It's like you don't even being like a crazy fan of a team in Boston is not like a thing. It's like You're, every it's, time you go to the airport. 
Yeah. All the championship ban- banners are hanging in the airport. Like, yeah. name another city that's like, <laughs> oh, you just got here, but... Well, uh, welcome to town. Rips, yeah. LAX, put that real flag on team, go ahead and fuck off. <laughs> uh, Coltrane, I, I think, uh, you know, you've, you've done both. You know, you uh, obviously were uh, a Boston fan back there, did it here in L.A., and now you're back there. Uh, is, uh, is Jeff, uh, you know, speaking truth to power, as it were? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, like, my... I don't know. She's like my 83 year old. Like she's, she's kind of my great aunt, but she's at this point kind of more my grandmother. Like I go and see her like once every other week. And it's like, that's one of the things that we talk about. Cause I mean, I, you know, I, I do my best to like stay engaged in the conversations, but there's only so much I can do, but then like we can just start talking like anything with like uh, the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Bruins, the Celtics or the Patriots. And she knows everything. And she's like 83. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, yes, you like everybody knows everything about all these teams. So because they just they pay attention to it, it matters. So, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Well, uh, and then you know because uh, Jeff mentioned it, I did look it up, and uh, it's a paragraph that I kind of have to read. Uh, because I want to include the fact, but I do want to read the whole paragraph because some of the names made me laugh. So the Rams franchise began in 1936 as the Cleveland Rams in Cleveland, Ohio. The club was owned by Homer Marshman and featured (laughs) players such as William Bud Cooper, Harry the Horse Matos, Stan Pinkura, and Mike Sebastian. Mike Sebastian obviously being the funniest name there, but also Damon Buzz Wetzel was the general manager. So I just love everybody's got the nickname and a Homer Marshman. By the way, uh, the Rams won a championship in Cleveland, nineteen forty-five, LA in nineteen fifty-one, and St. Louis in nineteen ninety-nine. So uh, this is a franchise that has won in three different places. Uh, so maybe they'll win when they go to the next place after Los Angeles when yeah. they leave again. Right. The island of Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, after, break off after we break off into the sea, learn to swim. <laughs> um, Rams can't swim, you fucking idiots. But uh, so, Will, you'll be all decked out in oh, uh, Rams, Rams gear. Fan you've ever met, Christian? Yeah, absolutely. Biggest, the quarterback they got, boy, is he a quarterback or what? Something? Huh? I got both of my huh? nipples tattooed yep. to be Ram horns. Big Ram horns. <laughs> boy, those receivers—they really receive, don't they? They sure do. Get out there. And, and you know what the, that fucking ball. And you know what the passers do? You, know the, yeah. <laughs> you know what the passers do? They, they pass. They just pass it. They pass it. Ooh, yeah. They pass better than anybody yeah. you've seen. And what about the kicker? Kick, he kicked You saw that last field goal he kicked? He kicked that ball so well. <laughs> it's funny because it's right, true. Right through, those two, <laughs> right through those two big yeah. yellow posts. He put, fucking put it right, right through him. From, yeah, from just the way point. far away. Got too. the points. Real far away. I think 48 yards. Got 57. Same difference, right? 48, 57. What's a nine yard difference? Yeah. He just routed it there. Got a couple of points. I kind of, I kind of want the, uh, you know, the, you know how you can have the second audio program on your TV. You can switch it over to Spanish. Spanish. I want the choice of Will Sterling's commentary during the game. Biggest Rams fan in the world. Yeah, yeah. Narrates the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just like every the Patriots are just dominating. It's okay. It's okay. We can yeah. come back from it's this. Good. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fine. We it's are a fine. football team. Okay, we got this far as a football team. We're gonna get even further. This as a football team. Okay, these if they, there's, there's something these men know how to do is how to play football. Okay, mm-hmm. you see. Name two players not that, that different are from on John the Rams Madden, that used to play for the Patriots. Oh, my God. Uh, there's just so many, right, Will? 
Oh, oh, yo, Christian, you wouldn't even believe it. So many. So I'll it's kind of like starters. You there's an just... offensive starter and a defensive starter. They were, he's, they're, they're, I, uh, I mean, I right. actually don't know because I'm not a fan of uh, Brandon any, Cooks and you know, Aqib Tlaib. Brandon Cooks and Aqib Tlaib, Christian. <laughs> um, I mean, he put he beat me to it, but I was, I, was right there. It was on the tip of his tongue. Yep. The uh, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that the line on the Super Bowl is Pats minus three. You know, but I'm not honestly. The Rams have a more they, talented team. Like, they have well, they do, and they they do have what they're the the best offense. I mean, they scored the most they in the league. They scored a shitload of points. Yeah. So two two things about going into this game. This is how I feel. I'll I don't know. I want to get into it because it's like at, honestly at at Super Bowl nine, you just kind of go like what whatever. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a fucked up feeling to have made the Super Bowl and be kind of like no. Oh. We'll see. That's, yeah. it is, it, you're it, like, oh, I was going to do something that it's day. It's like the feeling of white privilege where you're so accustomed to having yeah. all the cool shit that like, like, you're like, wait. And then people get so incensed when they lose and you're like, but they've been here so many times. I, I wanted to tweet after the game because I it did enjoy a good full Monday of just watching every sports thing be like, Tom Brady, the greatest, the fucking greatest. The, the Patriots are the great, greatest, the greatest, 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 greatest. Yep. A lot of pictures of goats. Tweet, yep. Like, hey, it's that time of year again where A, Brady goes to the Super Bowl and then B, you all say how he's the fucking goat so that after the game, if he does win, you all look like you were smart and if he loses, you go, well, he was the goat but now he sucks now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I'm, I'm spoiled. I'm looking forward to the game. I think it's going to be a great game. Sports analysis. I think the fact that our running game has been our focus all season long was probably one of the best things that we could have done all season long because consistently teams that rely on big plays, a la the Rams and uh, a la the Chiefs, which is why we beat them. Uh, are you saying a la the Rams? A la. Yeah, a la Akbar. A la Akbar. A la Rams. Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. and <laughs> It's a trap play. No, it's a trap game. <laughs> Basically, like if you just rely on big chunk receiving plays, it usually fucks you over in the playoffs. I'll, such as the 2007 Patriots. Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So having a running game is really important. The Patriots uh, rookie, Sonny Michelle, has scored five touchdowns so far in the playoff, which is a record. No rookie has ever scored that many Sonny playoff Michelle. touchdowns. Sonny Michelle is my favorite uh, Beatles B-side. Mm-hmm. It, it was an outtake from the Rubber Soul session. Sonny Michelle is a fantastic song. Todd Gurley, I uh, mean, former more, MVP. More Sony than Sonny, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 look, you pronounce, look, you pronounce it with your regional dialect. Yeah. I pronounce it with my L.A. Rams regional dialect. Yeah. Okay, Coltrane? Uh, fair enough. Todd Gurley, <laughs> the running back for the Rams has been struggling. He had a terrible game in the championship game, but mm-hmm. they've had C.J. Anderson, who's been doing well and has had success against the Patriots. I think this game's going to come down more to running game and who's able to establish it first in the game. Uh, I think because of that, we have a good chance because we have done so well with running the ball. But I still think uh, anybody who says, like, flat out, when it comes down to, like, skill and who has the better skill, and so in that way, they should have the advantage, it's the Rams. But when you when it's when it's become like blase to go to the Super Bowl because it's your ninth, then you save yourself a lot of the nerves and everything else, which is going to be a huge help to the Patriots. Right, and then also as opposed to last year, there is a zero percent chance of losing to a garbage city like Philadelphia, which That's I true. believe was like, something you were definitely no, very much real, on like, the record with. Oh yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia is like the <laughs> one place. Like if the Rams win the Super Bowl, it'll suck because it's just like well, oh, because everybody's gonna Bowl. everybody who knows you out here is like, ah, oh, how about that game? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be annoying. But yeah, then I can, but it, yeah, it's Will like, Will's gonna be that yeah. guy. Yeah, do you see? Do you see that? Fucking top rating. What a piece of shit. It'll be easy enough because I think I can easily just stare at people and just be like, 
Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And and it's like at this point, when the man has made the championship in 50% of the years that he's yeah. played, which is just I mean, they sh- they they've been showing it all over the place. It's he has by himself been to more Super Bowls than any other franchise. Like, there's not even another team that's been to as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady himself has been to. Mm. So that's like a great over point. Over their entire history, as far as statistics go in history, is he the greatest of all time? Yes. Okay. I mean, well, I, I, so statistically, I, it, I guess it depends on what you're talking about. Regular season, he doesn't have the records. Drew Brees is going to get all those records, assuming mm. again he plays next year. Postseason, Tom Brady, it's like he's he again has more wins than any other team has played in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's one of those things. You, you know, if not being a fan of the Patriots or Tom Brady, I'm able to player, sorry. yeah, I'm able to look at it and go like, oh yeah, there, there's there's nobody better. It's like you know, Mariano Rivera from the Yankees is going to get into Hall of Fame uh, first ballot, first guy, to, first guy to go in unanimously. And I'm like, well, you know what? If somebody so, was was going to get it. It's him. Yeah. Don't be that dick that doesn't vote for him because you know he he's like postseason record is, is like a whole extra year of, of his career. To me, it's and, like the way Jerry Rice's records aren't going to be touched because you have guys yeah. in, a, in a offense heavy league and they're still like Julian Edelman is gonna, is the number two all time receiver and he's he's like at a hundred receptions in the playoffs and Jerry's still at like a hundred and forty. Yeah, like, but by the way. Call back to earlier. Fuck Jerry. But anyway. Fuck Jerry. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> why does everybody want to fuck me? <laughs> I don't want to be a fuck pirate. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think like these <laughs> Sorry, you just tried to make a point and we can't stop. <laughs> these records by Tom Brady, yeah. I think, are gonna be uh, you know, more akin to Jerry Rice, but if I I think the ultimate record holder is Cy Young. No one's ever going to break his wins record because it's just not possible. And yeah, but how many play. Super Bowls does he have? I'll exactly. take my answer off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Brady's records are going to be like postseason records are going to be no, Cy Young like, but they're close to it. They're it, like so light years up beyond what is conceivable it, to. It's achieve. like in baseball. I don't know that we're going to get another three hundred game winner. I don't know that there's another guy who's going to go to the Super Bowl nine times in his career. You but, just go again, Cy you know, Young. Three hundred game winners. Think, dude, won five hundred games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like he won more, almost double what a Hall of Fame career yeah. is. So, uh, so Coltrane, I know you don't like to do any uh, prognostication about the game. So, tell us about your game day. Uh, are you gonna you gonna order something special to eat? You gonna have the fireball uh, going early because you know the game back there. starts at like six thirty. I mean, we've got it in the middle of the afternoon, but it's like it's the it's the evening for you. Yeah, I I will say that's like that is that has definitely been the worst part about moving back is mm-hmm. the uh, all the all the sporting events that it's it was just so much easier. You yeah, just, you wake up out there and the game's on, great, and it's like here it's like ugh, you got to wait all day. It's terrible. Um, no, nah, I I mean it's it'll be a pretty pretty loose day. Um, you know, I'll just get up do like probably uh. Eh, do some treadmill. Nice. You know, maybe do a little yoga. A little Nordic track. Like, you know, I don't, I don't have a Nordic track. Hop I mean, the, if I did, I, hop I on would. The, uh, the arc, the arc trainer. Don't. Yeah. Get your cross trainers on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get a pump. That's the key right there. It's a good yeah, way to start the know, day. It, because it, it, it just, it just helps like take out some of the, uh, you know, some of the, and nervous energy that you sort of have because it is it, like it just really is one of those things. It's like you know the Super Bowl's on, 
no matter what when you wake up, it's like it's like your day is basically the Super Bowl. So it's you know you just gotta like find stuff to do during the day, just to like you know just to distract yourself a little bit. But you know that's that's pretty much it. It's you know pretty basic. Yeah, uh, but uh, so uh, you know, for me, uh, sometimes you know, when I have had a, a a Super Bowl party, I like to try and get you know, some theme food. When I've had people, when it's just me, I'm I'm just gonna order pizza and try not to eat the whole thing myself. Uh, but uh, do do you have do you have that planned out, or are you actually just more interested in the game and not about what you're gonna eat a week from a week and a half from now? Because <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. it now. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, like I, I most likely will just like kind of eat the same stuff I always do. Like I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Like every once in a while, I'll, I'll go for pizza, but yeah, I don't know. Most likely, just like kind of a basic meal. Just so you're like, gonna have man, you're ready. gonna have you're gonna have man food. Mostly, yes. Yeah. Yes, All right. Fair enough. A, that would be a, a fair assessment. Well, uh, on that I do, note, I do just want to quickly point yeah. out though, I I was feeling much better about this game until until Jeff started talking. <laughs> this is almost exactly the way he was talking last year. It was just like, well, you know, whatever happens, kind of. Yeah. Seriously, that's exactly what you did last year. I'm You're just bad saying, luck you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. All right. You're well, the reason the Patriots lost last year, apparently, and that one man from Philadelphia ate horse shit. So <laughs> the guy who ate horse shit is actually <laughs> the guy. Yes. That's actually the guy. Literally, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey. We might lose this game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You might. And, you know, if you – okay. I you're know that wrong. I know neither of you want to consider the uh, the possibility. But if the Rams win, it is only going to be because of superfan Will Sterling. That's right. Listen, That's Christian, true. those Rams get in there. They really throw that ball. They get really catch it. They move it down that field a lot. They're really going to score a lot of points. They're really going to get ahead. Yeah. So if they could do that, Christian, I think they could do anything. Yeah. Do you think that there, do you think that there might be any uh, trick plays? Do you think they might do uh, offside kick? Maybe, there could maybe be, an option there could play? Be, there could be a trick play. They could have a, they could have a the trump card at their quarterback sleeve. of the you last know. Rams Super Bowl. There was the quarterback who started the last Wasn't it Super Kurt Bowl. Warner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Kurt Warner. yeah, he knew. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> who, who's the team that the Rams beat in the Super Bowl in 1999? It was the. It's not about who who lost, Jeff. It's about who won. And the Rams. <laughs> and so. what was the old t- name of that team? And where did they used to be located? It was the it was the San Diego Chargers. The Houston Oilers. I used to be a big Chargers fan, but then Houston Oilers. They moved to LA like the Rams, and I got them mixed up. Yeah, but he's got it all straight. Look, I think I think it's airtight. Well, one last question: Where did the Carolina Panthers play in 1992? My favorite thing in Carolina is that Jeff is asking this horrible caricature of a person of me legitimate questions to disprove my. Undeniably <laughs> obvious lack of knowledge about. Both. I just. But he's tell like, me. Who, where was his? Who was telling me where the goddamn Carolina Panthers played in '92? I created, created the most insane Look, character in all time. And Jeff we, is now taking. We a all know. Question. They weren't a team in '92. We, will we all know where the Panthers played? They played in Wakanda. All right. Can we just? Can yeah. we just uh, smooth that over? Exactly. Uh, uh, Coltrane, uh, anything else yes. uh, that we need to know? Obviously, 90 Day Fiance, you've uh, let that fall to the wayside the last few weeks. What else should, what's the new thing that we should be watching? You know, uh, is, is, is LA, oh, the Pro Bowl, oh, yeah. Sorry, I got a Puppy great ball. story from the Pro Bowl. Uh, Jamal Adams, safety for the <laughs> Jets, is a fucking asshole. Go fuck yourself, kill yourself, Jamal Adams. Killers. What did he do in the Pro wow. Bowl? Wow. Wait, the Pro Bowl was already played? He, no, it's coming no, up. It's okay. so, yeah, that's what Look, I thought. He did something that was funny. He did something oh, that I, know I thought was cool. He tackled the Patriots mascot because he was like standing around and yeah. tackled him. 
funny. I thought that was a funny video. I laughed at that. I was like, ah, that's a good one. Then come to find out that that guy who he tackled got went to the hospital because yeah. of that. Like yeah, because that this guy forgot that he's a, a beast of a human. Yeah. And, and, and then he's tackling somebody. He blindsided yeah. somebody who wasn't expecting it is in a fucking mascot suit. Yeah. And then it's like that person went to the hospital. He's like, yeah, the league's not happy with me. Oh, I'm going to have to go see him at the hospital. And then it's like all that shit is just like he's I'm just have a, to go see yeah, him. Yeah, like, by the way, if that's me, please don't. don't please don't. Yeah, no, no. Do, do not. Do not come to the hospital. Yeah. me. But, but this is what basically made me go from, like, um, you're not being very, like, like that's shitty. Like, that's kind of insincere. To then he goes, like, regret it? No, I'd do it again, basically. And it was, like, mm. do you fucking hurt somebody? Like, yeah. That you... Yeah. You're being a dumb fucking piece yeah, of like shit. You can say being. that. You can say that to your boys at home. You know when you're like, yeah, it's pretty great. But uh, yeah, not in uh, not in front of yeah, the like, media or whatever. Don't don't have your response to be like hurting somebody as a joke, but then be like, oh, but fuck them. It's just like <laughs> you're an yeah. asshole now. You assaulted that person. Like think, that person should press charges on you, and you should go to jail. Quite frankly, true. what was that called? Train? No regret. Fuck you. Sorry. I just think what would be hysterically funny is if like the uh, like the mascots that are that are at like the Brewers games and the Nationals games, like Franklin Roosevelt and everything, like just show up and like Jamal Adams is sleeping and then like he wakes up and like they treat all him these like the mascots are, like, all space. around him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go to t- yeah, it's like it's like yeah, I got it feels I, like it's just I, like I, slow motion. I, all these mascots I, with baseball bats. I got beaten on Jamal yeah, Adams. The, the, Damn, it feels good. The to Philly be fanatic is like choking him out with his like trumpet and you know. Bernie Brewer takes out a cane and That's just fucking actually, cripples like, him. Somebody needs to fucking make That's that. That's a great Bernie idea. It's an amazing I, video. Coltrane for the win, by the way. That's uh, saying, that's the real saying. takeaway. Uh, so, uh, but back to my earlier question: Is there anything else that we should uh, be watching apart from the uh, nine hours of uh, Super Bowl pregame on CBS uh, uh, on the day of the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean. No, I mean, I'm going to watch. I'll probably, now that I think about it, I'll probably spend like the early part of the day watching the uh, Fire Festival documentary. Oh, yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. I think everybody should watch one or both Fire Fest documentary on Super Bowl Sunday before. Hopefully, that's the only disaster you watch that day. <laughs> that would be nice. That, 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 that would be nice. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to watch both with uh, Billy McFarlane. I'm going to go visit him in jail, oh, and good. I'm going to watch the game with him. So nice that'll be great. Uh, well, we can uh, reconvene and talk about all that. Uh, Coltrane, I want people oh. to follow you on on Twitter, at Coltrane Leaks, because of you know what I know about 90 Day Fiance, I basically know from Coltrane. What were you going to say? I was going to say, and, and we didn't touch on this today, but it, that's okay. I just also wanted to just say, uh, fuck Gillette. Oh, fuck Gillette, the stadium that uh, has the nope, the nope, naming nope, rights for that. your New England we'll Patriots? We'll see. No, but fuck them. <laughs> okay. And all Penn Gillette? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes, Penn Gillette, too. Uh, no, not Penn Gillette. Penn Gillette has, uh, has immaculate awesome. taste in strip clubs. That fucking traitor to the cause telling us how he's doing his tricks. <laughs> oh, finally. And the Magician's Alliance. Finally, Jeff has it. Upon yeah. me. Uh, all right. Well, Coltrane, we will uh, talk to you again very soon. Um, yes. You know, uh, I definitely let me know when you've seen a Firefest doc and uh, Will, whether you've seen one or both. Uh, we'll do that. But, uh, Coltrane, Coltrane, we will talk to you again soon. Thank you for uh, like joining it. us. I like it. Uh, and, uh, Jeff, social media influencer Jeff DeRay, mm-hmm. where do people find you? At Fuck Jerry. Uh, fuck Jerry Media. <laughs> and Will Sterling, in addition to being at number one Rams fan, uh, 
where else do people find you? I'm trying to see what's available on Twitter <laughs> for biggest Rams fan ever or something oh. like that to create an account and then live tweet the Super Bowl. Oh all, my god, I can't in, wait. In all caps with just those kind of play-by-play things. Did you, I, see, did you see the way the quarterback I love did that this ball? idea. Holy so, shit. Holy, you mess with the Ram, be, you're going to get the horns. You know that. Wouldn't it be great if you spelled Rams with a Z? You know, <laughs> you're like number one Rams <laughs> fan. I want it to be like some kind of gay innuendo, like... Like Ramrod? Ram. Yeah, yeah the, the Ramrod. The Ram um, well, you know, uh, if, if we were Family Guy, we wouldn't make that joke because Family Guy has announced that they're uh, going to uh, make, you know, less, gay make jokes. less, you know, they're going to stop making gay jokes. Why? So I guess one, that means that Stewie won't be on the show anymore. And also, two, um, how about you just, if you're going to not tell gay jokes anymore, just go ahead and don't do it. Yeah, you don't need to announce like, it. The minute you start picking groups you're not going to make fun of, you're yeah. no longer a comedy. Right. You're no longer you're no longer just like making jokes of things that are funny. You're saying that your jokes are like have a meaning and that all those other groups deserve to be made fun right. of but gay it, people don't. Yeah. Is, it just seems stupid. Is anyone still watching Family Guy? I haven't in a little I while. Have. I, I did <laughs> up until last season and I realized I'd like let like a whole season pile up and it's I was like, one of okay, those I just thought let play on yeah. Hulu and don't really watch I would I just, still like, kind of I would still get laughs phone. out of it when I would watch it but that's going back like two it's years it's at that point now with like the Simpsons where once Same an episode you go ha that's yeah. about yeah. it no that's like twice a season oh. I go ha <laughs> but not at a poo because uh, there's nothing funny about a poo not at all uh, anyway so at Will Sterling underscore uh, you lo- biggest Rams fan in the world you let us know if you find a, uh, yeah. a Rams uh, a Twitter uh, I'm at Christian DMZ and uh, all over uh, After Buzz TV, I'm doing the Punisher After Show, and uh, we're doing a binge style three episodes at a time, so you can find that at After Buzz. Uh, I do Marvel TV Weekly Sunday nights, and I've now been added to the roster on the sister network, Popcorn Talk Networks, uh, the Marvel Movie News. So uh, I've got the Marvel Movies and the uh, Marvel TV, and of course, the Trump Report. Tuesdays at four Pacific. Oh, and Star Trek Discovery. I do the after show for Star Trek Discovery. Oh. So if you, I'm sorry to hear it, buddy. I, I love it's a it's a great show. I I think it's a uh, it's amount to the Orville. Uh, uh, yeah, the Orville's got more laughs, but uh, you know some of them uh, are are not uh, not entirely intentional. But uh, uh, yeah, so I am all over the place. You can find me everywhere. And of course, if you're listening to this, you love the Blackcast, so you can follow at Blackcast. B l a d t c a s t. Like the Blackcast on Facebook, and of course blackcast.com thanks to all the gents for uh, being here for a fun conversation where we didn't really uh, learn anything except for two important words fuck jerry and we'll see you next time on the podcast <laughs>